and welcome to Getting to Know ACS with Tracy and Jasmine. So today, Jasmine, our special guest is Connie Madrano. Right? Yes, <laughs> Our relocation readiness and INR program manager. Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. So, Connie, do you want to just start off and kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Relo? Absolutely. So, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. I am so excited uh, to talk about the relocation re- re- readiness program <laughs> okay. and everything that it has to offer. I am the readiness, the re- relocation readiness program manager here at Fort Bliss. Um, a couple of things about the program is um, we assist military families. Uh, retirees, DOD civilians with their PCS concerns and assist them throughout the whole process. Awesome. So one of the things that I wanted to focus on, because we have talked about, you know, the lending closet Mm -hmm. before, I think that's one of the big sellers with Relo is the Mm -hmm. lending closet. Yes. Go ahead. That is one of our most popular programs is the lending closet. And so with the lending closet, that's pots, pans, so essentially what happens is when a family PCSs, mm-hmm. um, their household goods get picked up, right? But ideally, well, most of the time they are still living in their housing. Right. Um, so essentially they could be without furniture for a couple of days, weeks. So a soldier could come into our program with a copy of their orders, either bringing them to Fort Bliss or taking them out to Fort Bliss. Mm-hmm. And we lend them the necessities. We have pots and pans, tables, chairs, sleeping mats, um, anything to kind of get them by for the next yeah. couple of days. What we don't want them to do is spend money on something that they already have. Exactly. It's just stuck on storage or it's somewhere in between their transportation. So yeah. it's really a great program. And that one is utilized, um, which is a good thing yes. on uh, on a daily basis. Okay. So that's good. So we have the linen closet. And then you all also do the um, packets, the welcome packets mm-hmm. for people coming to Fort Bliss as well as, will you do lending closets? Like, say, for instance, I know I'm going to Fort Lewis mm-hmm. or something like that. Will you do a lending, I mean, a, a, welcome, a packet. welcome packet for that as well? Yes. Um, so we have the welcome packets. It is a pretty thick packet with anything that a family might need that's new to Fort Bliss. And what's really neat, too, it's not just information about the installation, but about the area, too. Oh, okay. So we have El Paso information, Las Cruces maps, things to do around the area. Um, Anyone that is new to Fort Bliss could come to our office and we would be more than happy to sit with them and show them all of the information that's in the welcome packet. Oh, okay, cool. So another thing that I think is really awesome about uh, the relocation program is the Hearts Apart. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about what the Hearts Apart program is and how that works? So another program is the Hearts Apart, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, This program is ideal for spouses that are living geographically away from their service member due to mission requirements. It could be because they are stationed overseas on an accompanied tour or they are away at training for long periods of time. Um, Any spouse could participate um, in this program. It's... It's designed more as another form of communication, another form to um, 
make a community within the spouses, not entirely just unit specific, okay. but installation wide. Okay. So what are some of the things that the Hearts Apart program, what are some of the things that you guys do um, as part of that program? So they could request to be part of our private Facebook page. Okay. Um, we also have monthly emails in regards to communication, what is going on around the area. Um, we also do uh, events. Uh, for example, we will be having our first face-to-face -face event of 2022 on March 15th. Okay. Um, starting at nine o'clock from nine to 1030 at ACS. Okay. And what's that event? What is, what is it going to, what are you guys going to be doing at that? Um, we are going to be doing a getting to know you type of event. Okay. Um, having the spouses that have been part of the program because of COVID, we haven't been able to get everyone together. So this is going to be the, um, a very good opportunity for those that are new to the program or those that want to learn more about the heart support program they're welcome to go um and to register and then we'll be able to give them the information that they need yeah. give them the point of contact and hopefully start building that relationships that some spouses might be looking for right because i know like a lot of times on facebook you'll see on uh, some of the pages like yeah. hey i'm new to the area or I'm looking for friends mm -hmm. or, you know, my spouse is getting ready to be deployed to Korea. Mm -hmm. Anybody else's spouse mm -hmm. going to Korea, trying to connect with them. Yes. So you all will do that instead of it being on a social media platform, right. but yes. being in person. Actually giving them that opportunity to connect and actually talk to someone face to face right it's it's very laid back it's nothing that it's constantly ha um ha having to participate in but just in the times that someone does want to meet some more friends or start building their support system it's right. a great platform for that to slowly get into um that rhythm and slowly starting getting used to what in it might look like for the rest of the time that the spouse is deployed or stationed somewhere else. Right. So when when this program operates without the COVID, right? So um, is it like a monthly thing? How frequent are the um, Ideally, we would like to do it monthly. Okay. Um, but because we know of attendance wise, if some people have kids, they're not able to participate. Um, this first event is really going to set the standard on how the okay. team, on how the group wants it to go. Okay. If they want to do a monthly event, um, but they're, they also have our point of contact so if they just want to be low-key and okay. just have the communication absolutely however we could assist them in getting to the resources that they might need or questions concerns they might have that's definitely the main goal of the hearts apart is to keep that communication right um so when something happens and a spouse doesn't know who to call or if this is an issue or how could we help, they have someone within <laughs> ACS right. that could assist them directly. Right. Oh, nice, nice. And I think it's a good opportunity, too, because you're 
networking with other spouses who are in the same situation as you, you know, because it's one thing for me to, you know, know a spouse that maybe their soldier is still here and they may not be going through the same issues Mm -hmm. that I would be going through with my soldier being gone. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like they have that commonality. It's like, okay, so we can bond that way because we have that in common. Right. Absolutely. And, um, also, someone that's out of the unit, not necessarily just in the unit. Some spouses feel a little bit more comfortable outside. Right. And it expands their support system. It expands um, the friends that they could start building, the relationships, the resources. So it's just a great opportunity. Um, Like I said, it could be low key or they could be participating. Right. It's entirely up to the individual. Okay. And so again, since this is going to be your first event Mm -hmm. post, so that's almost been two years since Mm -hmm. that you've had something face to face. So with that being said, Moving forward, what what kind of activities do you see in the future? Outings okay. out in the city, um, get, getting to know the installation too. There's so many places, maybe even the library. Right. Taking a field trip to the library, taking a field trip to USO outside, especially now that the weather will be a little bit better. There's a lot of great hiking areas of, oh, yeah. around Fort Bliss. Can we volunteer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He loves to hike, so that yeah. would be yeah. Yeah, awesome. that would be great. And it doesn't, it's not, we're not, trying to design this to be in-house all the time. Yeah. We really want to collaborate with other agencies and resources throughout the community. Right. Um, for spouses could get out there and feel a little bit more safer to explore their new community. Yeah. Right. And it's, I think that's a, a great opportunity too, like you said, to explore outside of post mm-hmm. to kind of get to know El Paso mm-hmm. because there are a lot of opportunities, a lot of things to do in El Paso, but you have to be willing to, you know, come outside the gates yes. and, yeah. and do yeah. it. Yes. And I think this program gives them the opportunity to still have that security that I'm with other people mm-hmm. and I'm not exploring by myself. Right. So it's, yeah. then if they, you know, on their own, Mm-hmm. You know, because they can create their own little network within mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. And then have their own little uh, network of people that, you know, hey, let's all get together and go do what Absolutely. Ever Hearts Apart has showed us. Yeah. So. <laughs> Especially those roads, right? Like looking at I-10 and you're just like, I'm not going on the spaghetti bowl. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, that traffic is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be extremely overwhelming if, mm-hmm. for example, it's a new spouse to the military. Yes. And there's uh, their service member is deployed for the first time. Yeah. 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 And El Paso is a pretty big city and Fort Bliss is a pretty big installation. You could kind of get lost and not know exactly how to navigate it or have the energy or the motivation to do it on your own. Right. So within Hearts Apart, that individual at least knows the other spouses are military. Right. And their sponsor is deployed or living somewhere else. So right. they have two things in common already. Exactly. That they could build upon and hopefully create that support system that may not need or that friendship. Exactly. As military, um, as a military spouse, 
you make your your family within <laughs> you do you know wherever you're at it's like mm -hmm. they become your family because you're not close to your family so it is a great support system so what are some of the qualifications to be in heart to part because can somebody say for instance you know my soldier is going to be in the field for two weeks now does that person qualify to be in heart to part no, or, okay. um, the service member needs to be away for training for more than 30 days. Okay. okay. Yeah. But other than that, that's just the requirements. Okay. Absolutely. So if they, so for instance, if they go to NTC, mm -hmm. which is a, a long training exercise, if they go to that, then they could actually they could join the um, Hearts Apart during absolutely. that time. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And I know in the past you guys have done, you know, outings like um, movie night and bowling and mm -hmm. that type of thing. So, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what we're hoping to do um, now with the restrictions of COVID being less, um, I guess, strict. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> have more opportunity to brainstorm. Right. Uh, but we're really hoping to create activities that the members would appreciate. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. what we might think is a good activity, they might not think so. Right. right. You might get people that are like, I am not going to be out in the heat hiking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> and be able to offer different types of activity yeah. activity to meet all the needs of the right. participants. And so th they're going to be given the opportunity to give input as to what they would like to do. Moving. Absolutely. So it's going to yeah. be really like driven by the spouses and you guys are kind of what uh, mediators yes. to say. To Absolutely. Yeah. We really want to give them the space to get out of the social media yes. platform <laughs> and giving them the opportunity to actually interact right in a yeah. manner that they are requesting or that they might need um we don't know what the spouses need until they let us know exactly mm -hmm. so. and then connecting on social media if you get one person that's like a homebody and then another person they're never going to get out right they're just right. going to be homebodies together exactly <laughs> which is fine well, yeah that's fine but if they want to explore they're going to yeah. be more like because mm, if yeah. you're an introvert and you're just like okay i gotta make this drive yeah i'm gonna what if i run into that you overthink it like yes <laughs> or if you're directionally impaired me yeah, <laughs> yeah. but i it's like the fact true. that you said yeah. that you know that you are a uh, introvert mm -hmm. but it this does give opportunity for that introvert and the extrovert, you know, because sometimes a person who is an extrovert may need an introvert to kind yes. of bring them down a little bit. Yes. Yes. And that extrovert, I mean, that introvert may need that extrovert to yeah. pull them out a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it gives you an opportunity to meet different people that, mm -hmm. you know, even mm -hmm. though we may not have the same type of personalities, but we have the same goal. We both want right. to do things together. And they have, again, two things in common. The spouse it, is deployed and they're in the military. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, so. okay, there we go. And then, you know, throwing, maybe we have kids the same right. age or yeah. whatever. So yeah. exactly. you just never know. And you just never know what could stem from opportunities like this. Right. And especially being a military spouse, it is difficult because you move so often mm -hmm. and, you know, and you get so used to, okay, I have this mm -hmm. friend, I get attach them yes. and then you move somewhere else and it's like I don't have anybody and how do, how am I going to maneuver yes. to find somebody so this gives them that opportunity to come out and just you know be in person and kind of see right. you know what yeah. 
other people have to offer because, you know, you may meet someone who isn't on social media or not in that group mm-hmm. that you're a part of that right, you really right. click with. So. You might meet somebody who's crafty, right? Like, oh, you have a cricket. Oh, I don't, I don't do any yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show they me how to do that. I'm, gonna, I'm into organizing. So you make the labels, we'll organize. Well, yes, her dream to make labels for <laughs> I, I, your I flower. Yeah. <laughs> I need to meet somebody with a cricket. <laughs> Real one has a cricket on. Yeah, right? Me too. <laughs> I'm not crafty, so I wouldn't know. I feel like introverts aren't. Just yeah, like, you, you do. You have a cricket. <laughs> I think I, I think you have too. But it, oh, well, so that could go. be. Yeah. I mean, that's even an ideal. You know, a crafting time that they could do with mm-hmm. hearts apart. So that's oh. you know that's that's pretty good. Yeah, we are looking forward to um, hosting this first event and see yeah. where it leads us. Right. Even if it's just um, the spouses just wanting the information. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Perfect. Because sometimes that's all we want. Sometimes we just, sometimes we don't have time to do the rest of the stuff. But right. as long as we're plugged in with information, um, we feel that we are doing and serving them as well. Right. Because, right. you know, with the information, so even if they're not ready to do it at that time, at least they know that it's available yes. when they are when ready. They are, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, okay. So, yeah. Connie, is there anything else that you'd like to add to talk about with Relo and information and referral that we didn't talk talk about? Um, no, I think we covered it all. I just would like to encourage any new person that is new to Fort Bliss mm-hmm. to come and visit the Army Community Services. Yes. Um, we are extremely friendly and eager. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come, people. <laughs> to assist um, in any needs possible in regards to relocation we could schedule one-on-one appointments okay. with spouses okay. if they don't know what the moving process looks like um this might be their first move this might be one of their last moves or right. they might be moving overseas and they just have no clue where to start mm-hmm. like what does that look like that's something we could help them with. We we sit down with them. We kind of brainstorm on what their list looks like. For example, if they have pets, well, this is what you need to plan accordingly. Right. If you have kiddos in school, this is who you need to contact. So hopefully we connect them with all of the correct point of contact and give them a better picture of what they should expect with their first PCS move. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really important because, again, on the Facebook, Facebook pages that I see there's a lot of times that people are like we're PCS and I don't have any idea what am I supposed to do what can I expect when I get to Fort Bliss or what can I expect mm-hmm. when I get to this other location and you see that question mm-hmm. at least I, I see that question a lot yeah. on there it's like what what I don't even know where to begin yeah. so even as far as I have two cars how do I get my other car yeah. there you know it's yeah. like I always see them like selling everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Cause if you go to Hawaii or you go to like uh, Washington, those places are double the amount this year. And it's like, I don't. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So that would be good advice. Like, Hey, should I just sell all my stuff? And it's like, and and I do see that a lot where they're like, we're PCS. And so we're selling everything. I'm like, why? (laughs) You're still going to need it. I think they think it's going to be like easy to get those, but they don't consider maybe the price. Right. Right. Yes. The difference in how much or the regret. Once you get there, you're like, Oh, I shouldn't have sold that. I needed that. I've done that before. Why did I sell 
it. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been perfect right there. But yeah, so I think that's I, I think that's a real good point to bring up that you guys are there to offer that counseling for them to figure, you know, to be able to maneuver yeah. through that whole moving process, that PCS, whether you're PCS or ETS. And because sometimes when you're ETS and, and those questions come up, it's like, oh, we're going to be in the area for X amount of time before mm-hmm. we leave. What do I do with my household goods? Mm-hmm. Well, you guys could let them know. It's like yep. it can be stored for this amount of time. And the most important thing, too, is that we will give them the correct point of contact. Exactly. For them to get the correct information. Yeah, that's that's key. That is you key. know, you know, exactly. You know, that correct information, mm-hmm. because like you on those pages, you don't really know if the person who's telling you what to yes. do, if they really are telling you the right thing, yes. you know, mm-hmm. just based on their experience. Or so. also what I've seen is they don't know if that person organized and prepared right prior to moving. So that's why they had so many challenges and difficult situations. So at least just giving the spouse or the service member possibly a starting point on how to do the checklist, what to look out for. Right. Things are always going to happen. Moving is always stressful. PCSing, it's going to be stressful. Right. Regardless if it's your first, your last, if you prepared, if you didn't prepare. But when there's hiccups that happen, knowing how to handle that hiccup is going to make the difference. Right. I like that. Hopefully they could get some good information speaking to one of us in regards to their PCS move. Right. So, and like you said, it'll be the correct information. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry. It's like, well, Freelo told me this. No, we told you the right. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else? No. Okay. Just thank you so much. Okay. Well, Connie, before, you know, one of the things that we like to do here Mm -hmm. um, with all our guests that work for ACS anyway, is to ask what gives you joy? So what brings you joy working for ACS? Meeting new families. Meeting new soldiers, especially, they bring me so much joy when I talk to them um, and I give them information. And uh, the biggest part of it is when they actually listen and they bring in their spouse to ACS. I'm like, win right there. (laughs) We can see the big smiles like, yay. (laughs) So that is what brings me joy is meeting the new soldiers and their families here at Fort Bliss. All right. So with that being said, we're going to conclude our podcast for today. So again, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you coming on and giving us that information. Um, So with that being said, this is Tracy and Jasmine. Don't forget to click the bell and subscribe. Bye. Bye.